It's the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast, built upon the love of the beautiful game, episode 11. Welcome back. It was an absolute uh, screamer of a game week. After 27 years, two months and 14 days, Manchester United became the first side to score 2,000 Premier League goals. 3-1 win over Norwich. Rashford's back. I'm excited. I've got one Chelsea fan on the show with me, and he's going to chat it all through. Let's go. It is the uh, Everything Football Fantasy Podcast, built upon the love of the beautiful game, episode 11. As I said, Jish McDonald, how are you, my friend, from Wellington NZ? Hey, Scott, it's good to be uh, on the show for another week. It's good to have you back as well. I don't know how we managed to do it, but we are the only hosts uh, this evening. Happy Halloween, by the way. Uh, we got everyone else caught out trick-or-treating, as you do, young kids. Uh, we didn't actually have any trick-or-treaters come to our house. I haven't had any either. Uh, this year, which is kind of disappointing because we prepared some treaties. No, mate. Well, I thought we were going to do something a little bit different today, man. Hold on a sec. I'm just going to put some uh, the soothing sounds of jazz. I would love to say that this has some sort of relevance to what we're about to talk about, but it doesn't. I'm just... Yeah, we've got to find another way to get a hum when there's only two voices. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so a gap of, uh, well, a little bit of recap, mate. Game week 10. Some of the results, obviously, first one, Leicester Southampton 9-0. Did you take the result in? Yeah. Uh, you would not believe that uh, Leicester City scored more points than the All Blacks. Uh, I can't really, we didn't even make it in so like three minutes and the All Blacks have been brought up and this isn't even a rugby show, but... Condolences. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm just filling that gap for Barry because he that's you know something he'd say. So I guess I'm just yeah. You man, you you can be the token English guy tonight. Okay, well that was a, that was like a two minute music bed, so I won't actually go back to that. But in in all seriousness, nine 0 Leicester. What was your thoughts? Did you have Vardy on your fantasy team? No, no. Um, Leicester again. <laughs> Another, you know, <laughs> they've just been they've just been consistent, um, but nine up and I down. Don't I, I don't know what to say. Iosi Perez, right? One guy who, uh, funnily enough, and football throws up these weird coincidences. Don't know if you know this, but what the only fun fact I have about um, the Leicester game with Southampton, Iosi Perez scored a hattie. It's only his second hat-trick in English football. The first hat-trick he scored was against Southampton in a Newcastle jersey. How does football happen like that? Huh. You don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it was a good week for for Leicester City, especially if you hear Jamie Vardy. He's he's now, um, his price is up to 9.2. He's leading the league in, in goals. So if you don't have him, he's a good player to pick up. Uh, but as you say, Perez, not that popular. 4.9% ownership. Yeah, he hasn't really done is much all season. Is he firing either. for good or is he just going to have a game? Uh, you might have you might have thought always he was worth picking up if you picked him up around about game week seven. A couple of assists on the trot. Uh, but Anonymous even got subbed uh, against Burnley. But back on the pitch, three goals, 
Southampton, yeah. mate. I mean, listen, they've beaten Tottenham. They they put five past Newcastle. You know, lost to Liverpool narrowly and beat Burnley and put nine past Southampton. So they look good to me. They're <laughs> a big shout for um coming up in fourth and fifth as well. One of the uh the kind of teams who are starting to find their stride as well. Three 0 City over Villa. Just looking through a couple of other key results. How are you happy? I'm sorry. How do you feel about the Chelsea result, mate? Pulisic, Hattie. He's become up on the show many times. Yep. I'm stoked for, for young Captain America to pick up a, a man of the match performance um, to, to hit the ground running at, at Chelsea. He's got a huge, he's brought a huge amount of fan following over to the club mm. with him from from the States. And it feels good to, to, to get him on, on, the goal, on the goal sheet, really, because um, he's been a bit quiet. Um, all the goals have sort of come from Tammy Abraham and and um bit of chat everyone's saying you know well there, there was for weeks um he wasn't needed obviously chelsea were doing really well without him uh then he gets a couple of runs and everyone's like oh frank you got to play him frank holds him out of the squad a little longer gets on the pitch scores a hat trick and perfect hat trick might add i think it was right foot left foot header you know yep Joins a list of 22 strikers, I think, in the Premier League who've scored perfect hat-tricks. Can you name five others on the spot <laughs> right now? Oh, Shearer's got to be one of them. Yep. Probably um, Rooney. Yep. I'll say Harry Kane. I don't know. He's not on the list I have in front of me. He might have. Um, maybe Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy's another one of them. Um. Someone like Dimitar Berbatov probably scored a perfect hit. He has as well. He's <laughs> um, a bloke. He scored an outside of the footer against Chelsea from a ridiculous angle to round out your five. Ah, uh, yes. The Newcastle um, Cisse. Puppy Cisse. Great player. Um, yeah. I wonder if Drogs. Drogs was probably there. <sighs> so many good players. So many good players. Um, one of the one of the things about Chelsea as well, I follow a couple of uh, guys on Instagram, Americans. Um, why is he so loved over there, dude? He's just the kind of the best player, the the best young player they've got. He's twenty one. Um, he plays well for his national team. He's made a big sort of signing um, here, and he's got a future because our current sort of uh, wingers, Pedro and William, they're both out of contract. Um, this this coming. Uh, window so it's going to be probably a bit of clear out time William's highly likely to go um, Pedro as well I mean, we've got Colin Hudson who always come back from injury he's 18 he's an electric winger we've got Pulisic there do you, do you get rid of William though? do you think that William's uh, sorry the Chelsea youngsters they're doing better with a guy like William in the squad though William's been okay he's been he's been pretty good for us um, this season He's he hasn't so, sort of um, turned games like he did in the past with big free kicks or, or big goals. Yeah. But I think he won't be content with his place next season. Got to go. Got to accommodate. Got to accommodate. So there's been... Yeah. I mean, the Chelsea game, one strong performance. Uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit about some of the other key moments of the weekend. Let's say the uh, fiery interactions of the weekend one of them obviously Arsenal uh, they've kind of got sick of um, booing Wenger or not being able to boo Wenger and so they started booing their own players 
um, Granite Jacker. I know he's a man who you've spoken about on many occasions in the past. Had a bit of a meltdown on the pitch once he was being substituted. The uh, fans started to have a bit of a meltdown as well, started booing him. He uh, yells, fuck off, and as he takes his shirt off and storms down the tunnel. Hey, good, but let's, let's put that aside... Not good. Well, let's put That's a, not good. Let's put aside the performance this morning. Because they looked like they had a little bit of a resurgence. Panic stations, heat club cabs, and what would you do? Yeah, well, you've got Aubameyang, who's scored seven of your goals in the league, and then you've got Luiz next, tied with Lacazette for two goals. So, <laughs> you know, we're still waiting for Pepe to hit his stride. He's probably next on the boo list if he doesn't start scoring. Um, but think about your poor captain here. His mental health is probably shattered. Um, he's probably in a real bad place mentally. And it's not good for the club. It's not good for him personally. It's not good for your captain. What do you think about Emery? Is he is he managing this well? Is he? There's just a feeling that he's a second-rate manager, and people don't really rate him. Yeah. Um. So Mourinho's whispered that he might replace him. Um. Which would be epic for football and for the Premier League. It would, and for Arsenal fans, um, to be fair. I mean, maybe not a guarantee epic for Arsenal fans, but certainly an epic for the league because that, that boy either bring results or chaos. Yeah. I'd be starting Guendouzi and uh, bringing Ozil back into the to the fold. I would have maybe Willock playing a little bit more and also um, who's their striker, Martinelli. You know, I'd, I'd build the team around that core group. They seem to be doing really well. Um, with Sabayos and, and Pepe there. Yeah, it's a good team. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, some of the other guys that are starting to to kind of pick up, the City city game against Villa, right? City look like they're just clicking into a bit of a rhythm, but I don't know if you watched the city Aston Villa game. Uh, Edison, no. incredible. That keeper is ridiculous. Um but he's basically got them back back humming into a squad. You say you didn't watch that game? No, I didn't. But I'm just looking at a couple of notes about it. Um, David Silva, Sterling, Gundogan on the score sheet. Nice one. Yeah. Some some actually uh, just just textbook textbook city. Great goals. Edison was um, probably made three or four really commanding decisions. Some of them saves. Some of them just kind of being really proactive. Um, but City, some to watch. Really starting to get into their flow as well. Um, yeah, Silver Silver might be one of those dark horses that w- might be a good pickup. Often isn't considered because of the the pet roulette of that kind of pricey player. Um, yeah, but he's looking all right for the club. It looks like he's getting some minutes. Um, he's uh, he's oh, he's the tenth the tenth most transferred in player this week. He's in his last season as well. Solid. He uh, makes a club record 267th Premier League start. Jesus. Nice one. Still got the goods. He went weird after he shaved his hair day. (laughs) (laughs) He did. That was just a what the fuck moment. He kind of actually looked like you with a shaved head when he shaved his hair day. Don't know if you know that. Listeners, if you don't know what Jish looks like. Heap this man, David Silver, with a shaved I, head. I'll, I'll tell you a true story. I have been um, compared to 
in a professional context via an email competition at my floor at work that someone just decided to do. Who on the floor looks like David De Gea for a chocolate bar? And it was a massive reply all fest of my name. Do you have many Spanish people in your workplace? I did get a DNA test done, um, and there's nothing from that region. Yeah. You did a DNA test on your floor. They just let you do that. <laughs> I put one of those Ancestry.com ones. Oh, right. There's no Spanish in you? No. I'm straight Yorkshire and Norway and a little bit of Europe. So um, who, if you had to pick a national team to play for, who'd it be? Like if I was good enough? Well, you also have to be, by your ancestry test, who you could play for. Who would be your majority? Okay. I'd, I'd play for England. Play for England, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be loose to play for England. You get away with murder. <laughs> you probably would. Thinking about uh, English English players, uh, Harry Kane at Tottenham. What's going on over there? He's, get, he's getting goals again. It is not. It is not good. They've won one in the last five, and they lost three of them. Yeah, and I mean on the on on Tottenham, they seem to be uh, the biggest target for all of the pundits at the moment, just actually ripping into them. Um, dumber and dumber, I'd call them, is what uh, Ray, oh sorry, Ray Roy Keane uh, said about the fullback Serge Aurier and uh, Danny Rose this weekend. Some actually good things about Spurs. Okay, so obviously there's not many positives you can take from a two-one loss to Liverpool. Um, not when you. You know, could have won. Spurned a really good chance to go 2-0 two, two up in that game. Um, but Danny Rose has apparently been booking some dinners for the boys. Uh, and old Potch has come out saying that could help at 20 or 30%. I know you've played in some uh, some pretty fractitious social teams, Jesh, and some very mm. onside social teams. What's a, what's a team dinner do for a squad? I think the act of breaking bread with people is a universal gesture good. Of, of goodwill and friendship. So you can't go wrong. As long as they don't hit the piss. Um, although alcohol's a, a bit of a, a lubricant, maybe it would allow the players to have a feeling session or something and maybe put some... I think when you've got Harry Kane around you, there's enough lubricant to go around if he's taking the team <laughs> talks and he's the captain. <laughs> Well, that's a shout. <laughs> that <is a> <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said, you know, Danny Rose taking a bit of a uh, bit of a get together, pulled them back. Dally Alley, I did want to talk about this man, right? I'll get to to uh, Christian Eriksen, but Dally Alley, he's he's been absolutely slammed repeatedly. Graham Souness, Gary Neville as well, they went in hard on Dally Alley, saying, you know, this dude used to be a little bit nasty, used to be in the goals. Uh, he's only young. But a lot of, lot of chat saying that he kind of came from a really rough upbringing, signs the big contract, a couple of hundred thousand pounds a week. You lose your, uh, your way. What's your, what's your honest opinion? If I didn't even premise it with that for you and said, what do you think of Dele Alli? Hit me with it. My initial thought is he's a promising player. And I've been saying that for like two or three years. Yeah, but he's, he he's just hasn't really, he hasn't turned up 
He hasn't done anything, really. I mean, he's got to kind of Champions League final. It's kind of he's kind of synonymous with what Spurs have always been, though, right? They get a really good team together. They start playing some really, really exciting front foot football, and then they kind of fall back into the wayside for a season or two, and then they'll probably come streaming back, whether it's with Poch as manager or somebody else. What's your What's your thoughts on um, Harry Kane needing to to leave Tottenham to win trophies? Serious thoughts. I'm not sure if he's smart enough to leave Tottenham. You know, I think he's, I think he he probably, he's English. He likes Tottenham. He probably wants to be a club legend at Tottenham. But he's yeah. just not winning anything with them. But he knows that he's their best player and their best shot at winning trophies. Yeah, he, I mean, he came through the the youth the youth team at, at Tottenham. Obviously, I think he was an Arsenal fan when he was growing up. But, you know, you're captain of England. I think he's captain of Spurs as well when Laurie says him. Will he win trophies at Spurs next two years? I don't see it happening. Yeah. Maybe the old league cup. Where would he go? Or something. Where'd he go? Maybe. I don't know. Would you have him at Chelsea? Could he, go to, could he go to United? Yeah, I think he'd do well at United. I think he's a United type of player. You know, Harry Maguire, Harry Kane. You know. Do I really think... How can you put Rashi, Rashi back off on the wing and put Harry Kane up front? Yeah. It'll work. I don't know. I can't Both see United. I can't see United forking out 130 or 40 million pounds, whatever it would cost to get Harry Kane, to United. I can see them doing that. Really? You can see them doing that? I, I couldn't, yeah. to be honest. I really can't. I, I don't think... I don't think they'll buy like that for that position again whilst they've got Rashford and Martial. Like I yeah, they're not really strikers though. I mean, Rashi's doing okay. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's but now... And, you know, he scored two goals this morning, yeah, be it from the penalty spot and then a free kick, which was a, um, a stunning free kick. But I saw actually an interesting stat about Rashford, and I know that you may have seen it as well. If I was to say to you... Salah, Mane, or Rashford, who's having a better season, stats-wise, who would you say? Mane. Mane, do you say? Well, if we take a look at who's got the the most points in fantasy, uh, we've got Vardy, De Bruyne, Mane, Sterling, Salah, Aguero, Abraham, Silva, Abameyang, Puki, Rashford, Kane, Mount, Firmino, Wilson. I mean, it is, it is, you know, I, and I think that that's where we come in for fantasy points on like, you know, we obviously focus on fantasy because we're playing fantasy. But if you're looking at the, the, the season so far in 10 appearances, Rashford has five goals. If we look at the form, if we look at form, form will tell us a story. Rashford's got 6.0 form. And Mane's got 5.5. Salah's got 3. So, yeah. He's having... He's having a good time at the moment. Aubameyang's got a 3.8. Pookie's a 1.5. Kane's a 4.8. So, yeah. He's in form. I mean, he's in form. He's coming back in his form. And to be honest, he played terribly. And the dude can't score a penalty to save his life. He may have scored one this morning, but he missed 
again on the weekend. I don't know if you watched the United game. I think him and Martial missed penalties. They still managed to win 3-1. It's a, um, an interesting conundrum. I suppose the argument could also be made that Mane and Salah are in midfielders and not forwards. Um, but Rashford has more goals. <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go More there. assists. Um, I think he's back. I think you've got to pick him up in fantasy. I've gone and picked him up. He's 75% chance of playing. He's got a knock. I actually had him earlier in the season and decided to get rid of him because he was... I don't know. You should probably ditch Rashford and pick up Carroll like you said you were going to do. I actually do need to do that, to be honest. I don't know who I'd make way for, though, at this point. Rashford. I free hit him, though. So I I've, I've free hit him for Hala. 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 Um, and I'll get him. Hala. 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 I free hit him for Hala. Plays or doesn't play. Man's word. I'll pick Carroll up. Bro, save your, save your free hit for a, a double game week. Yeah. I'm trying to actually stack teams. I was looking ahead for the... Uh, do, you, do you have a stat in front of you where the next double game week is? I think it's... I was going to say like 15. But um, don't quote me on that. Somewhere around the mid the midpoint... Yeah. Um, I don't think you can look at it in advance. Hey? I think it's just the way that it falls. And I think it's when the fixtures start to get juggled because of um, Champions League and things like that. Yep. Uh, but on your fantasy, mate, you've taken a bit of a tumble the last couple of weeks. What's been happening? I don't know. I look at my players and I go, they're good. They're good picks. <laughs> Where are my points? Um, you started strong. You've gone a bit emotional though last couple of weeks. I think you even said it yourself off here just before. What's the Hudson Adoy uh, pick? It was what what kind of minutes you see him getting in the next few weeks? Yeah, it's a it's a good challenge because um, I think I think this season I got some good value. I picked up Abraham and Mount early, yeah, and their prices have gone up heaps, and it's allowed me to to get a bit of extra value there if I need to sell them I'll get a lot more than I paid for them um, but if you don't sell them they just sort of sit there um, Chelsea are bouncing at the moment and Callum Hudson-Odoi started and, and scored he's looking good, he's young and I guess I, I like him, that's why I want him in there um, and he's getting some minutes in the last couple of weeks so he looks like he could be a good differential so I'm looking for someone who's got low ownership who could yeah, give I was, me some points and help me move up the table. I was taking a look at that the uh today around the ownership centers because it is kind of that point where when you look at when you look at the everything football league, there's a bit of space opening up. Obviously Ray Kamini's, you know, thirty points ahead um of second place. But then you get down to five, six, nine as total points uh at number two. You know, and if you drop to, you know, four nine, you're down at fourteen. So there's still a little bit of room to be made up, obviously. Once you start getting down the lower ends, there are people it does start to spread out five, ten points between teams. But for the most part, it's been fairly consistent. I've managed to to chip away with just kind of those sixty point game weeks on the regular. Um Yeah, man, you're doing you're doing well. There's a nice little bounce back and after a little bit of trouble for United, it looks like they're on the rebound. Um, which is which is positive for you and also 
you're still hitting points in game weeks. Yeah, I mean, she, which you know you've historically have kind of teetered off quite quickly if you start to tank. Yeah, well, you do kind of hit the eject button. I mean, you know, Tyron is. Uh, it's fair enough. It's fair enough. Not many people are still playing week to week that are at the bottom of the league. You know. Yeah, well, you'd hope that some of our uh, our our friends in arms, uh, Andy Berry, Dylan Fennel. Uh, I can see actually if you drop down to the bottom of the league, uh, the everything football table, there's a lot of very opinionated people down there. Um, so you'd hope that they're still playing, because you can't you can't just run your mouth and not hold on to your fantasy team. Uh, That's right, and this is this is actually the first year we haven't done a hundred dollar head to head league. No, it is. I'm happy. I'm happy to do it though, bro. Happy to just work it out. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm, I'm glad that we gave it a rest this year because you're kicking my ass at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, been, been slowly climbing the ranks. 16 last week and everything football, 12 at the moment. Sitting in the single digits for every other group, even though I'm 12. Uh, all right. Should we get into some predictions? I'm good. I actually made a promise to have these together for, for this uh, show. And even though I prepped, I watched like three hours of highlights, read about articles. I don't even know how many, but we're talking, you know, two or three hours of article reading. The one thing I promised I'd have ready, which are the predictions, I don't have ready. And I feel like we're cutting each other short on this one. We didn't get predictions sent in. Uh, did we get your predictions for the other week when you missed out? Yeah, 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 I text them in. Got them all right. You would. You would. Um, well, okay, on the run. Who we got, bro? I'm gonna I'm actually gonna chase you guys this week for these because I'm I'm sick and tired of, of hearing these stories about how you've been getting them right and <laughs> No wonder you've lost them all. Yeah, well, you know. Um I do have them saved here though, the most recent ones from last week, but I don't have yours. That's all right. We can figure out later. We can we can dig through the archives. So we've got Sunday, Bournemouth hosting United. What are you going with? I'm going United, mate. There's no there's no way United aren't gonna walk away with this one. Yep, me too. Arsenal Wolves. Wolves. And the reason I say Wolves, Wolves, one of these fantasy pickups that I've done, I do like to have a little stab in the dark occasionally and spruce it up a little bit. Uh, Adama Traore, right? Now, he scored both the goals when they beat City. Uh, what was it, two, three weeks ago? Heck of a player. Played pretty well, uh, Southampton, Newcastle. But I'm, I'm figuring, right? Emery's under a bit of pressure. They've gone away, drawn five all, lost on pens to Liverpool in the midweek. Jacques is losing his mind. You've, you've forgotten about something big that's happened since then. What's well, the something big that's happened? dinner. No, that was Team Spurs. There's no, there's no Arsenal ain't going on no dinners. They ain't even <laughs> talking to each other. Arsenal got to do a dinner <laughs> just like Tottenham. Arsenal are not going on any fucking dinners, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go round to Jacques' house and they're going to do... Look, they're gonna the do the Emirates going to have their, their boo brigade out. All right. They're going to... I feel like with you giving me this much grief about it, I think you think Arsenal's going to win, don't you? Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going for Gunners. I've got a Bamming in my team. I need him to win. Oh, I'm not, I've got a Bamming in my team, you know? But I've got Traore as well. And Traore is looking good. He's got a couple of assists in him. I don't think they'll lose by much. Right. I just think Wolves will play really well. Okay. 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 Really do. Well, let's, 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 keep it to, let's keep those tabs on that one. All right. Liverpool, Villa. Liverpool away. Here we go. Liverpool, they're just they're finding any way to win at the moment, any excuse, just to turn up with a scrappy last-minute winner. Yeah. And to more than any other team. So fabric, yeah. fabric of champions as well, to be honest, you know. I mean, they, they draw... It's a, it's a winner's mentality. Yeah, I mean, you always know this, right? The teams that win the league, they draw against, you know, the other title contenders like United, and they'll go away, win these games, scrappy little wins, 1-0 wins, 2-1 last 90-minute winners... You know, and when I saw them draw against United, I was like, "These guys have got title-winning fabric." You know, they're taking. Think about the atmosphere as a player going to Anfield and be like playing on Saturday at the weekend. Awesome! There's going to be some sing-song. There's going to be a real strong emotional opening. We're just gonna, you know, we're we're on point, and the fans are going to cheer and support us. And the Arsenal players are going to be like, "Fuck, we're playing at home." We're just going to get fucking booed by our own fans the whole match. Think about how un... Um, I think... I think... Fortressy that, that makes your club. Yeah, and Liverpool has been like that. And I think Klopp's bring that, brought that back, you know. He's, he's, he almost demands that people support the club. That they make noise, that they scream, that they make it a fortress. It, it was literally... They just have to be behind the club. I mean, yeah, to as much... And, I can't remember whether we did this when we were recording or not, but when we were just talking before about why I have such a difficulty seeing Liverpool succeed, is there's a little bit of envy there. You know, there's the envy that, like, damn, these fans, man, they fucking, they, they live and die by their club, you know? you got to respect that. you really got to respect that, you know? And it's not just the fans. Yeah, it's a pretty cool club. Yeah, it's not the fans in the stadium as well. It's the fans all over the world. So hat tip yeah. to you, Liverpool fans. Hope you don't win the league because you'll be unbearable. Absolutely unbearable. Yeah. And let's just all hold hands and be happy we're not Arsenal fans. <laughs> or Spurs fans. You know? And, you know, Arsenal Spurs fans, you can relate because you really don't want to be each other. Um, all right, Brighton Norwich. I got Norwich. Actually, I got a draw. Sorry. I wrote draw. I'm going to go Brighton. Yeah, I think so. I think the other thing is, is Norwich. They've been a bit of a dark horse, man. They've got a couple of. That guy Mupe, nah, I think he's been on the score sheet a little bit. They're going fucking down, dude. They're not. They're not staying in the league. They're getting relegated. Okay, they might. I think Norwich is. You know, I think they were going to start getting results. I think they've got their head around the Premier League football again, and you know, Pookie's the most transferred out player. Yeah, who Pookie? So, yeah, yeah. Um, s- s- I'm picking City to do a number. Yeah, on Southampton. Beaten 3-1 this morning. And they're just too good. You know, De Bruyne, still the man you need to have as your team captain, if not vice-captain, because that man's going to get your points every single game week. Uh, I've taken Sheffield over Burnley, and I've got Newcastle against West Ham. How do you think of that? I'm going to take Burnley, and I'm going to take West Ham. Nice. Just a little bit of... This is going to be a real showdown. This uh, this is unreal. I don't even think we need to get the predictions from those guys. I'd actually like to make yeah um, their predictions for them as well. We got Chelsea against Watford. If they don't, if they don't put in, we give them all draws and see what happens. Hey, that's actually a good call. That's actually a good call. I'm gonna do a little bit of juggling with that. That's actually good. 
I don't think you did well last week then. I don't think there was any draws, mate. <laughs> uh, two draws, three draws, four draws. Damn, that we're going to be... Apparently draws are... You're going to get like more points than you would with a pick. You'd think that um, draws wouldn't be that... You, well, you'd think they would be common because two goals scored as a draw, you know, one from each side. It's kind of... It feels like it's quite likely to happen, but actually... A winner is more likely than a draw. I've got Leicester and um, Spurs. Last two. Do we both pick Chelsea over Watford? Yeah. And you've got Leicester over Palace, me too. And who did you take? Everton or Tottenham? No, nah, Spurs, 100%. I'm going to go Everton. Damn, dude. You're really mixing it up this game week. Mm-hmm. I'm just in the... Bring out my inner Liverpool fan. I'm just going for it. Token. All right, fixture to watch this weekend, bro. Who you got? What's the shock? What's the shock fixture, which is going to feed uh, us goals, which is going to feed us action? Must watch match. Probably Tottenham Everton. Um, Everton at home. Both looking to. Yeah, 5.30 on a Monday morning. Jesus. It's a good one to follow as you go into work. Yeah, it's a bit early for me. Um, I'm definitely going to be catching United Bournemouth at 10.30 on Saturday night. That'll be good. Uh, That's Australian time, 1.30 in New Zealand. But it will be a good one because Bournemouth have got some good players. United got some good players. Probably be a nice attacking game. Well, I've, I've decided I actually I got I picked up Daniel James last week. Right, Got an assist for me. Got rid of Daniel James this week, and I picked up Rashford again. Honestly, I, I genuinely think we're going to see Rashford start to to pick up. I'm I'm picking two or three goals. I'm like seriously tempted. Nice, seriously tempted for a captain on Rashi. Go for it. Actually, but on that note, if you did manage to make it this far, this far uh, through the podcast, you've done a very good job. Uh, we do obviously want you to be a part of the Everything Football family, so uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Benito. Uh, if you want to join us, we can be found on all uh, listening platforms, as you can imagine, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify. Uh, you can find us there. Uh, do check the description as well. Uh, you'll have all the info you need to find. We'll be back same time next week. Probably have a couple of extra faces as well. Uh, have a wonderful Halloween. Boo. Aguero! Oh, 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 o